tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That's right. Look at this lovely studio. It's all mine tonight. <laughs> they can't do anything about it. What's up, everyone? It's the After Buzz TV After Show for Marin. As you can see, it's just me, Jared Gilkerson. That's at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. Usually to my right would be uh, Blake Veet, and she's not here, but I'll plug her anyway. It's at Blake V Media on Twitter if you want to find her. It's a very good follow. And uh, it'll be maybe just her next week, so we're trading off. But another episode of Marin in the Books. Um, as always, you can download us on iTunes, SoundCloud. I'm live on YouTube right now. Uh, you can watch it later on AfterBuzz TV's YouTube channel. Uh, and, you know, click on it, rate us. We love to hear your comments. Also, you can go on podcastone.com. Uh, we always love hearing from our fans. Uh, you can rate our show. You can comment on our after shows. Uh, it's a very important listener survey. Just go to the top right hand corner. Uh, there's something up there. You can click on uh, the banner and uh, it only takes about three minutes to do the podcast one survey. So we would really appreciate it here at After Buzz TV if you took that listener survey for us at podcastone.com. So yeah, that's it. Episode six of season three, the node in the books. Um, I actually had to look on Google. I Googled the node at the beginning of this episode because I thought maybe it was some kind of, uh, I even urban dictionaried it just in case. And, uh, I think it actually is a thing. Uh, it's a thing that uh, connects things. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, so maybe, uh, someone can, uh, call up. And uh, help me out with that. If you know more about nodes, this has become the most entertaining podcast ever. We're talking about nodes. But we've all had this issue at the beginning of the episode, of course. Mark's internet is out. Uh, and it has a classic scene um, where it's just the flashing Wi-Fi bug at the corner. And he just has the great one-liner of, God damn it, just load. And we've all yelled that at our uh, computers at one point or another. Goes to the router, and I thought he was actually going to reset the router, but he instead he just shakes it and, and, and hits it on the side, kind of like what you do the uh, Nintendo back in the day, and that doesn't work. Uh, so the next scene is Mark calling up a company called T-West, uh, so you can make your jokes there, uh, whatever he's, uh, company he may or may not be ribbing at uh, in real life. Um, and Oh, yes? Do I hear a producer back there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be uh my producer Jonathan. Uh I I, I can I, and every time we're in this studio, this is Studio C, I can't see him. It's just I could see maybe the top of his head. So uh I just wanted to inform you what a node was. 
Yeah, you want to let me know what a node yeah, is? I just went ahead and went to node and Thanks. wikied it. It's, uh, in general, a node is a localized swelling, a knot, or a point of intersection. Or a vertex. I know what a vertex is. Perfect. Yeah. As we see later on in the episode, they look at a node. Um, even the whole thing is... Are you eating on Mike? No, that, what, are you, what snack is that? <laughs> popcorn. All right, he's eating popcorn. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, as I get back on track here. Mark's crazy neighbor, Bernie, who we all love. Uh, great comedian, Rick Shapiro. He was on... Uh, you remember the, remember the movie Project X? Uh, he's been on a lot of other shows. Um, he's his crazy neighbor. And as Mark's on hold with T-West... Bernie comes to his porch with a tire and and just says, I have a tire, uh, and uh, just for no reason. But he's looking to barter things. So he's looking to, you know, trade this, this perfectly good tire that Mark doesn't need for something that Mark owns. At the same time, being on hold with T-West and at the same time seeing his dad in a trailer parked outside of his house. And that dad was, of course, Judd Hirsch. Now, um, I'm not sure if anyone rem- remembers Judd Hirsch, but I remember him from that lovely show, Dear John, that was on from the late 80s and the early 90s. Fantastic television, Dear John. Uh, the only guy I really remember on that show is a guy named Kirk. And I remember being a kid just yelling Kirk in the house because uh, someone said it. I think he said his own name uh, in a weird way or he said Kirk. So that was the big joke. And hopefully you're laughing out there in uh, Radioland. Um, and maybe go look up some Dear John episodes uh, when when shows actually had intros, very long form intros, but those are pretty much gone now. Uh, but Marin has a great intro that that song is is solid, uh, but it's just very quick because they get right into the substance. So anyway, he's on hold with T West and his dad is uh, a an attention seeking whore, I'll say for lack of a better term. Uh, just a man who wants attention. We'll just park outside Marin's house and wait until Mark runs in to his aid and wants, you know, and gets help. But his dad is uh, just a very lonely man that Mark doesn't really give a crap about. He doesn't go see him. Um, so we go out to the, uh, the first technician comes out to fix Mark's internet. He does it unsuccessfully. Uh, all he says, Oh, all you need to do is get this wire that your cat shoot on. Oh, cool. A new ethernet cable. Good to go. Uh, he goes into his garage, his podcast studio, and the internet's still not fixed. And he goes to run after this guy's car, and he acts like he doesn't see him and just leaves. So, repairman, uh, number one, uh, nothing. I'm sure we've all had this happen before. You know, they can come between 12 and 6, safe to be home all day, and they eventually come out and nothing is fixed. Um, and that takes us to the first break. And as we come back, Mark is on the, in mid, angry conversation with T West again. And, uh, of course it's a man with a, uh, let's say an Indian accent. It says his name is Jeff and he goes and Mark says, it's, you know, stop jerking me around. I know what's your full name. He says, Jeffrey. So, uh, the great part of this scene, this might've been the best cut in the whole show. They cut to prisoners all in a row, in very not even cubicles, just in a row, almost like the uh, phone call line that you see in uh, movies where prisoners have visit from their family or whatnot. And it's a guy faking an Indian accent in prison, working for a call center, working for T West. So you have, <laughs> you have, it's great. You, so basically, you, they don't want you to know that prisoners are working in their call center. So they want you to think, oh, it is uh, an Indian man overseas 
working um, that still uh, won't get the job done. So it's a very cool scene. Uh, I'm not sure who the guy who played the uh, the call center person was, but he uh, has a very short scene and it was very funny. Um, and the next repairman comes out to Mark's house and he's very nice, almost overly nice. Um, you know, uh, you know, Mark, oh, we love, uh, we love to serve you and I'm going to get the job done. This is a terrible thing that's happened. Uh, I know everything about these internet, uh, routers and I'll fix it. Blah, blah, blah. He checks everything. He checks his wires outside the fuse box, everything and says, I can't fix your problem. I'm going to have to call a guy who knows more than me. Mark says, well, that should be plenty of people. Uh, the guy is still uh, very nice to him. I'm using too many quotes. Please stop me, Jonathan, if I'm using my quote fingers too much because I don't like uh, people who do that. And so if you're just listening, you, you can't see it, but I hate people who, who use too many quotation fingers. I'll be on it. <laughs> Thanks. How's that popcorn? <laughs> oh, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Popcorn's gone. Free popcorn here at the AfterBuzz studio. So if you ever drop by, uh, we'll give you a bag of popcorn. So we come back again, and uh, Mark's dad is now on his lawn uh, reading some kind of old letters, like old love letters. And uh, it's it, he just wants attention. We probably all have a family member uh, of people who want attention or friends that are just just horribly annoying and always in the dumps and he actually gets bernie the man who was trying to sell a tire mark's neighbor to cry over these horrible letters these love letters so we get to always my favorite part of the show usually is uh when mark has his guest in his studio mark has uh, dr drew pinsky in uh and they talk about uh family members or friends who um, that you looked up to as a child and you end up taking care of them later in life. You know, they become a burden and you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't really help them. You have to kind of let them go. And I'm sure we all have someone like that. I'm sure my, uh, my producer, Jonathan, there's someone in his life that, uh, is a bit of a burden. Who knows? Maybe Jonathan is the burden to other people and he doesn't realize it. Probably. But, it, <laughs> and, uh, and who knows? Maybe I'm a burden to somebody. But everyone has someone like that. And then it just goes off the rails and Mark and Dr. Drew start to talk, uh, start to talk about how Dr. Drew has a, a hotline number. And, uh, and oh my God, it's like, it's, it, this is like the moment I've been waiting for. This is the first time that I have received a call live on the show. And it was right when I started to talk about Dr. Drew being a guest on Mark Marin's podcast. We've got a caller. Caller, what's going on? Hello. Hi, how's it going? What's your name? Where you're calling from? This is old school. We're going to go to old school radio right now. All right. Hi, Jared. My name is Holly. I'm calling from Playa del Rey. Oh, right out here in LA. If everyone doesn't know, Playa, yeah. Playa del Rey, lovely beach community. It is a sleepy, lovely beach community. I just wanted to say that I'm a really big fan. I watch you on iZombie and Ultimate Fighter after shows as well. Oh, you like those. <laughs> that was that, that, That's very nice of you. iZombie is wrapped up now. Um, it'll be back for a season two, so I'm sure you'd be excited for that. And then, yeah, awesome. Ultimate, Ultimate Fighter's uh, getting a little more exciting, so thanks for watching. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I just want to say before I make my comment that um, I called AT&T this afternoon. Uh, we'll just say called blank. I have a problem with them, and uh, I'm still on hold with them, so I might have to click. If they come back on the line, I might have to click uh, pop over it, you know. We'll just say you're on hold with uh, some company right now. <laughs> 
Right. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I'm no, that's fine. Thing. Allegedly. I'm on hold with a cell phone provider. Mm. Well. No way. Yeah. You, you don't have to cover that up. They're they're terrible. Oh, terrible, yes. Terrible. Okay. Well, my producer agrees. <laughs> all right. Awesome. We're all on the same page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I was so glad to see Dr. Drew on the show that he was on uh, as Marin's podcast guest. Yeah, I I, I I liked him a lot better years ago, I guess, with, with when it was him and Adam Carolla on Loveline. That was it was kind of a it was kind of an innovative and edgy show. Uh, I don't know. I think that was like what the late nineties into the two thousands. But uh, that was a cool show. Kind of when radio could still be radio in a way. Um, I mean, I think that was an amazing show. I think that he did more single handedly for Sex Ed in America than any high school classroom ever. That's you're you're probably right. Um, I mean, how many of us all like knew what we knew before we you know had any experience and knew anything because we had Dr. Drew to listen to. That's true. That's true. Uh, I, I, now maybe there might be some other people for other reasons may have known more about the female and male anatomy and not just Dr. Drew. Um, it could have been for some other, uh, reasons, you know, technology was coming into play there. You had the internet. So you had ways to, uh, find certain things (laughs) much like we find out Mark may have been doing later on in the episode, but I, I agree. It's a it's a great show. Uh, wait, do you still? Right, right. But those are things that you know. Maybe you. It's more likely you may or may not do by yourself, as opposed to actually, you know, if you have another person there with you and need to actually be a person. That's true. That's very true. Uh, so I, I, I'm guessing that you liked Doctor Drew's, as you say, his um, his appearance on the episode uh, on tonight. And do you, do you, do you watch do you watch any of his shows? I know he Doctor Drew's got some like you know those VH1 shows. Do you watch any of those? Yeah, you know I I kind of t- still tune in for him every once in a while on Love Lines, but I, I'm not a, a huge uh, not a huge reality TV person, I guess. No, uh, me neither. Unless it's the Ultimate Fighter, uh, right? <laughs> but well, uh, but that's sports. It's different. Yes, that is true. Sports is always reality, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, his reality shows are a bit poor. I actually think they do. He has like, I think sober house or some of those shows. Now I'm not sure. I'm sure they're, they're great shows. I'm, we may even review them here at after buzz TV, but I am not a fan of those shows. I, I think they do celebrities a disservice more than anything else. You know, it's a, it's kind of like if I'm a celebrity, let's say it's, you know, such and such a celebrity was a child star and he goes on the show and now he's got more exposure about his illness and, I think the last thing they need is uh, more exposure and uh, people knowing what all their problems are. And then, you know, they might wind up... I mean, I thought the thing about exploitating people, but I feel like the flip side of that is, like, they're celebrities. They're they're furthering their brand. They're getting paid to be on that show. Like, it's not really doing them a disservice. Maybe even it's altruistic. Maybe someone else will see that and learn more about their own addiction. Right. Yeah, I, I I see your point. It's a great point, and maybe it's a small number of people who have maybe committed suicide after their appearance on the show. I just think maybe some of those celeb- <laughs> celebrities. I just think maybe some of the celebrities have bad people around them. So let's say, hey, my publicist, you know, they want to make a dime. So let's go on Dr. Drew, and you know, probably something not as healthy for them as it. You know, it's probably not a healthy move. Uh, for the rest so what you're of, saying is when you're trying to get sober, having a camera in your face and being broadcast on national television isn't helpful? No, it's not. And uh, and I'm going huh. through that moment right now. Uh, I'm live. <laughs> what do you what do you what do you he what is what do you what do you what's going on, Jonathan? Uh, it helped me. It helps you? Yeah, it's 
I had cameras on me the whole time. That's true. You do actually. Well, you're in front of the. You're behind the camera. Oh, yeah. So that doesn't matter. You can drink all you want. What? But I'm not. not, I promise. I'm not drunk. Okay. Uh, Holly, thanks for calling in. That's a. I I I love that I got uh, someone to call in tonight. Um, You know, we're running the solo show, so thanks for watching and listening. And uh, we're gonna get into a little more Doctor Drew here. So uh, maybe uh, maybe a call in next week when Blake might be by herself. All right, awesome. Well, thanks for having me on the show. All right, have a good one. All right. Later. Well, that was lovely. That's kind of fun. I like when we have calls. It, it kind of brings that whole old school radio feel to it. What do you think about it, Jonathan? I like when people call in. I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, not, not all. I mean, some callers are duds, uh, but she seemed to know what she was talking about and was a Dr. Drew fan, which was kind of weird. I mean, she must be watching live uh, because uh, we just literally started talking about Dr. Drew. So thanks to Holly for calling in. But we'll move on uh, to a few other things. Dr. Drew kind of gets into how he won't give Mark his special T-West number. And that's what Mark is obsessed about. And Dr. Drew says, I think there's a deeper you know, thing going on in your life. And it's not just about T-West. Uh, but it, you know, I, we find out it, there are some deep things going on in his life. One of my favorite comedians... Bob Kelly, Robert Kelly, he goes by both. Um, very good New York comedian. I used to listen to him on Opie and Anthony. Yes, I know I'm a broke record, and he's also on Opie and Jimmy. Uh, it's on Sirius XM. It's a great show, but Bob Kelly's a frequent guest, great comedian. He was on Louie. We used to do the Louie after show, and now he's on Marin. Uh, he shows up as the specialist. Great outfit. Whoever was wardrobe for this show, Great job because he showed up in just the repairman's uniform and with no shirt underneath. And it was uh, unbuttoned. And so you could see his lovely chest hair and uh, looking svelte these days. Um, he explains to Mark that there's a node um, and that um, everyone in the community runs off of this node and that they won't come out to fix it unless it's at 87% full capacity and it's at 83 now. So he has this kind of moment of clarity, uh, this uh, godly moment, and he pulls a beer, which is a great – this whole scene with Bob Kelly was great. He pulls a beer out from just a pocket from nowhere. So you know it's just got to be warm, and he just and it splatters everywhere, and he starts drinking the beer. And he ends up trading his shirt for Bernie's tire, who he was trying to barter since the beginning of the episode. And he says, I'm a free man. So he gives away the shirt, takes the tire, and has his beer in his hand. Said, "I'm a free man now. You know, you're s out of luck. See you later." So he starts walking down the street, and there's this great shot right before it cuts back to Mark and Bernie, where Bob tries to bounce the tire like a basketball down the street, and it kind of doesn't work. So I hope that was a Bobby move. I love some Bob Kelly, and it was good to see him back on the show. He's a really good. He surprised me with his acting skills. It's really awesome, and I hope he gets uh, a few more gigs. I think he's on that new Dennis Leary show as well on FX, so I'm not sure if we have an after show for that yet. Um, eventually, Mark, um, his dad is still at his house. His dad says his life is over. He's dying. He's in a dark place. It's uh, it's he's, he's, he's eating ice cream on the floor. More attention-seeking stuff. And uh, Mark is just ignoring him. And at the end of the episode, Mark is on the phone out in the street. He's been on this out in the street ever since the specialist Bob Kelly showed up. And he gets to Tier 3, which is amazing. He's like, I've never talked to Tier 3 at T-West. 
and she says, oh, my God, you've been through so much, but, um, you know, I still can't help you. And he says, well, I know Dr. Drew. And she goes, okay, we'll get you through to tier four. So the next scene is with, we all know him from, well, I know him as, uh, I guess, the the main nemesis and RoboCop and, and also the father on That 70s Show, Kurtwood Smith. This is another great character in the show. It's kind of like God. He he seems like he's in this all-white room wearing a white tuxedo or a suit. And Mark gets the chance to talk to this man. Um, sorry, I'm distracted by uh, a text I've been getting. Uh, more Marin fans telling me uh, some info on, on uh, maybe T-West, what company it could be. Sorry about that. Um, so we see Kurtwood Smith, who is this godly character that works for T-West, and he says, you know, Mark, you need to make some changes in your life. As I look through my notes, I've never taken more notes on a comedy show. Uh, he says that there's some real truths underneath all of this. Um, there's a fear, you have a fear of not being in control. This isn't just about your internet being out. He says, stop yelling at your girlfriends, uh, make up with your father and stop watching so much porn. He says, you're not watching a lot of porn, but, uh, but enough. Mark argues a point that he doesn't watch anything that's too bad, uh, of porn. And he says, well, it got a little weird last week. And Mark says, yeah, once you go down the rabbit hole, it gets a little confusing. As I take a sip of water, I know people don't like to hear that. Um, but uh, so he he tells this guy that tier four, he tells Kurtwood Smith, okay, I'll, I'll clean up my life. And uh, he comes back inside his house and, um, you know, he's talking to his dad. Or he, eventually, he's talking to his dad on the couch about life. And um, apparently, he won't yell at his girlfriends anymore. And he gets on his internet and it's working. And... Uh, He's, uh, and to kind of sum up the episode, Kurtwood Smith earlier in that call says he just split the node, uh, which was what Bob Kelly was referring to the whole episode. So very off the wall kind of episode. Um, I always hope for more of the podcast, uh, clips in the garage. Um, it just has, it feels real. It feels like he is really, he really has a guest. Uh, they're actually just chit chatting. And I like that part of the show. I'm not sure as a fan uh, if if you like that. I'm sure you do because his podcast is great. And it's one of the most popular, most downloaded podcasts uh, on the planet now. And an actual big Mark Marin news, uh, he's interviewing President Obama tomorrow. Now, it took me a long time to get to the AfterBuzz studios today because I'm it's in Los Angeles. And the president is here and also Hillary Clinton. And there's all kinds of traffic. took you know, crazy amount of time in the middle of the afternoon. Then I find out he's interviewing my good friend, Matt Rice. I'll say his name. Uh, my good friend, Matt Rice, uh, informed me that, uh, Marin is interviewing president Obama and president Obama's people actually reached out to him and said, can we come on the show? So tomorrow, uh, June 19th, uh, what's to, what is tomorrow, Jonathan? I'm looking at the thing up here. Yeah, it's June 19th. Okay, so this is all off up here. We need to fix this uh, clock calendar. Oh, no, it's correct. It's, uh, oh, it's, yeah, East it's Coast. It's the time that I go on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're talking like, okay, I get it now. I'm always behind four days. Okay. Yeah, well, he's behind four days. He's he's, he's drunk. Uh, he's eating popcorn. But, uh, yeah, he's interviewing President Obama, So and they reach out to him, and he's going to sit down with Mark for, a, I think, like an hour or maybe more. And Mark only has one guest when he does his show. So that show is going to be, I think, uh, up for download on Monday. So check out Mark Maron's podcast on Monday. President Obama is going to be the guest. 
Mark always gets really good guests. So I wonder what they're going to talk about for an hour because there's got to be some things off limits for the president. Jonathan, what, what would be off limits for him to ask the president? What do you think he wouldn't answer? Like oh. what question wouldn't he answer? <clears throat> off limits, huh? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, like some celebrities come in, their publicists are like, I'm not, t- we're not talking about relationships. We're not talking about this. Like what can they get into? You know, you know, he usually interviews a comedian. It's like, and they talk about comedy or an actor and they talk about what they're working on or just, and then the big, uh, the big stories of the day, like whatever they get, they get into politics. But are they just going to talk politics or is he going to, are they going to talk, you think he's going to be able to talk about comedy with him and all kinds of dirt? I, I feel like, uh, quite a few of the interviews that I've seen Obama go into it, he doesn't seem to tell anybody about any limitations. It's more or less like just, uh, you don't you don't go in there to attack him. You just go in there to just simply interview. Like, uh, so well, not attack, but is he going to no, get a little yeah. edgy? Like, Mark's. You know, it's like a real conversation. You know, I get the president's not running for anything anymore. He's exactly. not. He's not really much to lose. So, is he going to be able to ask uh, the president? You know, I feel uh, like yes. You know, like, most likely. I hope it's a real platform to him for him to give like a real answer instead of being at a podium. I hope he can just kind of like for lack of a better term, roll his whatever, like just kick back and relax, put his feet up and just kind of talk. Now, I, most presidents don't do that yeah, because they're going to be in public limelight forever. He is one of the few, though, that I have seen, uh, again, with a few of the interviews, he does, I guess maybe uh, his his behavior seems more realistic, not as fake when it comes to answering some of the questions. And I'm, I'm referring to just, oh, what was that interview? I can't remember. <laughs> Several of them, but uh, I honestly think, yeah, he's at the end of his rope. So I mean, there's there's really nothing that's off limits unless it's something that's really just going to hinder his ability to do whatever it is he needs to do after his. This is our political break with Jonathan. Yes, yeah, that's good. Very insightful. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I'm just kind of hoping there's a real moment there. You know what I mean? Agreed. Like he Agreed. just kind of like they talk about something, like just. You know, how, you know, like maybe how some, there's a lot of like freedom of speech stuff going on, everyone getting attacked. You know how everyone gets attacked on the internet or on radio or on television and there's like mm-hmm. the apology tours. I'd love like, to hear the president's actual reaction to, you know, kind of, kind of that, uh, the knee jerk reaction of the public. I kind of want to hear what he thinks. That would be good. So that would be kind of cool. As me, that's, that would be my, my important issue of the day because I'm a lover of radio and, and television. And people saying what they want, if even if I hate it, or if I love when I hate what people say, you know what I mean. That's yeah. the best thing about this business. And look at look what happens when I get my own show for a few minutes. We talk about that, but it's it makes sense. Mark Marin, bring it at home. President Obama, all the same. So uh, I'll have to listen to that episode um, next week on Marin. It looks like we're going to get some Andy Dick, and to me, Andy Dick's kind of like Pauly Shore. Um, where you either love him or hate him. And I, uh, I always loved Pauly Shore and I always loved Andy Dick. I loved the, when Andy Dick had his own show on MTV, very underrated comedy sketch show. Uh, if you haven't seen Kid Christ, it's a great skit. Um, look it up on YouTube, but I love Andy Dick and he'll be on next week. So hopefully uh, he gets a little more airtime than Dr. Drew this week. Uh, and that's really the teaser. They really didn't, um, say any specifics about the episode. So I'm looking here on YouTube to see if anyone's uh, chit-chatting, have any questions. They don't. Uh, Jonathan, did we have anyone else calling in or uh, wanting to discuss the show? 
Uh, he's probably, I think he's on the other line. He's busy right now. See, I'm not as important. I'm not high up on the totem pole, uh, at After Buzz. So I think we are wrapping this mofo up. Again, great appearance by Bob Kelly. Love to see him on more shows. And, uh, check out Marin next week. It will be just Blake. Maybe Blake will have a few other, uh, people joining her. So check her out on Twitter. It's at Blake V Media. I'm on Twitter at Gilkerson Radio. Tweet me anything you're angry about, or maybe you just want to have a nice Twitter day and you just want to give me some niceties. I think that's a word. So, I like cookies. Um, you like cookies? That's a, that's a nice thing to tweet about. I think they should tweet about cookies and ice cream and, and yeah, and how Dairy Queen should have a location out in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, There's nothing out here. That. Yeah, it's, it's it's total crap. But um, that's where you find us, and also the podcast one survey. We love it all. Thank you for watching, and until next time, I'm Jared Gilkerson. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.